Hey, hey, folks, it's been quite a while, hasn't it, since I've uh, spoken to you exclusively on the auto podcast, right? But um, before we begin the show, I just wanted to uh, say thank you for all your support. Uh, This is a big episode, and uh, I'll explain why. Uh, As many of you probably can surmise by the title... Um, I gained, I made the landmark of, uh, 400, uh, subscribers on YouTube for the live stream channel for the Whitfield Report, and that is a landmark in and of itself, but the podcast, the audio podcast itself, uh, has also been downloaded and listened to over, uh, 5,000 100 and some odd times now and uh you know i i i actually think that they're undercutting those stats a little bit i think it's more than that for the whitfield report um just because i know that when we moved the podcast to anchor from our previous platform uh some of those stats got la- got lost uh but at any rate it's a momentous uh landmark episode all around, and I really want to thank you all for supporting me and for supporting this program. It's really unbelievable the support you guys have given me. Um, before we begin, though, I also wanted to uh, just make you aware that there was a uh, glitch during the live streaming of this episode, and uh, the the first live stream I... I uh, I did actually crashed, so uh, I had to start another one. So there are two parts to this episode, and uh, you'll be able to hear where the break is uh, between the two live streams. But uh, so I just want you to be aware of that. There is nothing to be really alarmed of. Uh, the episode might just not flow as well in the later half of the program. But uh, anyway, I just want to thank you for. Uh, supporting the show, and without further ado, let's get started. Hey folks, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you've been listening to the Whitfield Report for a while, and you're starting to think to yourself, hey, you know what, I could do this podcast thing, but where the hell do I start? Well, folks, I've had a lot of friends ask me that in the last few weeks, and I'm here to tell you all that Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. This means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You're damn right that's what I'm doing. And what I like about Anchor is that whether you're a novice or an expert, it's incredibly easy to use. They have uh, great tools that you can use to record and edit your podcast if you're a novice just starting out. Or if you're like me and you're an old pro at this, you can bring your own tools and record your audio and then upload the files yourselves. 
whichever way you podcast, it's extremely easy to use Anchor, and I highly recommend them. So get started today by going to anchor.fm forward slash start, and I can't wait to hear your podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Now go out there and make some podcasts. And good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and, and welcome to tonight's edition of the Whitfield Report, Saturday uh, evening edition. Welcome to the uh, program. I want to thank you so very much for joining me tonight on the program, and uh, I, I especially want to thank you guys for joining me for this very special celebration of 400 subscribers on YouTube. Um, I know that may still seem like a relatively small number in terms of su subscribers, and trust me, it is. But uh, for me personally, that's a you know landmark. A few months ago, I couldn't even get this channel past a uh, hundred uh, subscribers. It was stuck at like 87 for the longest time, and then you guys just really came in and uh, helped give me a ton of support. Uh, so once again, I'd like to thank uh, Mersh and the Nightwave Radio crew and, of course, uh, the Danger Zone and all those guys. And, um, yeah, just thanks to everyone who came out and uh, has supported me and supported this channel for the last uh, few months. I uh, am so very thankful for your support and just everything that you guys have uh, done for me in terms of helping uh, promote the show and spread the show. And also, uh, one more quick mention, I would also like to thank uh, Jesse Spots. Uh, for also helping the show. He was really instrumental in uh, helping grow the show. So um, I'd like to thank him as well. And of course the Savages. So, Well folks, uh, contact info for tonight as usual. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at 70 underscore NDC. Hashtag Whitfield Report. Hashtag Sam's Savages. Uh, you can follow me on Gab at Sam Whitfield. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Whitfield Report. Um, and then the Sam Whitfield.com is my website. Um, so, anyway, uh, as I said, we made it to 400 subscribers, and I am so uh, incredibly grateful for that. I uh, couldn't have done it without you guys, each and every one of you who has uh, either subscribed to the channel or contributed to the podcast, uh, both, and thank you to those who have contributed and uh, given money to the show as well. I really appreciate that support as well. Um, all the links to support the show are in the description of uh, this this stream slash video so please uh, if you like the content that I'm producing please consider um, 
please consider uh, donating to the show and contributing in a small way. It really helps me out, and uh, I would really appreciate it. All right, so uh, real quick, I do want to uh, address the Jesse Spots stream that I was in last night. So uh, for those of you who don't know, I was on a stream last night with uh, Jesse Spots. And uh, a few weeks ago, Jesse had reached out to me, actually, to uh, invite me on. Um, to invite me on uh, his stream to talk about the Whitfield Report and um, other things. And then um, I told him that I really felt that he needed to talk to... Talk to uh, Johnny and uh, the rest of the DZ about the whole gummy incident. So uh, that so then we got that set up. Um, so we had the stream last night, and uh, overall, I feel it went very success. It was it went very well. It was very successful. We uh, hit the points out of the out of the bar out of the uh, ballpark that we needed to, and uh, once again, I want to reiterate that we're not trying to attack Owen on a personal level. Uh, that's not what the DZ is about. Uh, really, we were just mainly a group of you know individuals who wanted to get together to stream and create content and have a good time overall. Um, and then it soon became, uh, you know, all this drama stuff because of the whole Nimmer factor and whatnot. And we laid that out pretty well in that stream last night. And um, I actually got, the reason I bring this up is I actually got an email uh, from someone who emailed my, uh, who emailed the show e email account, actually, regarding the, uh, gummy stream I did a few weeks ago. So, um, I would actually like to bring that up for you guys, and, uh, I have it on my phone, so, um, so, apologies, uh, if it seems like I'm just reading off the screen, because, that's exactly what I'm doing. Um, I received this email from uh, a listener of the program, and uh, I'll keep his name out of the. I'll keep his uh, name out of the. Uh, you know, when I'm reading this, I'll. I won't say his name, but this is what this individual had to write. Uh, so his subject was uh, gummy dick incident in this email I received, and I received it uh, late last night, actually. So this individual writes, uh, Hello, Mr. Whitfield. I'm contacting you concerning the gummy incident that you spoke about on your mini-stream on Thursday, May 2nd, 2019. You mentioned that you can't find the person who actually sent the gummies. If that person could be found, would it be Johnny's, Johnny Arcade's intent to burn 
this person like he is burning Owen Benjamin and and Box Day. In their case rightly rightfully so because Owen falsely accused John Arcade. I can only imagine the terror that the person who who probably did this as a prank felt and Johnny who was falsely blamed when something that was done as a prank was taken as a terror attack. Thanks. So, um, if the person who sent that email is watching this, um, let me address a few things. Um, a, I wouldn't really say that Johnny is trying to burn Owen Benjamin. I would say more that, like, Johnny Arcade is mainly exposing um, Owen and all the nonsensical BS related to the um, to the whole incident. Um, Owen, you know, Owen's tripping himself up with all his nonsense regarding this and Johnny's just merely clipping uh, Owen's what Owen is saying and putting up on his channel. That's all he's doing. So, you know, I wouldn't really say he's burning. He's just kind of exposing how Owen is burning himself, more or less. Same with Vox Day, because Vox Day is a moron um, as well. So, you know, Johnny's not out to really burn anyone. Uh, you also, in that email... Uh, mentioned uh, if that person could be found could it be Johnny Arcade's intent to burn this person like he is burning Alan Benjamin in Box Day well I mean I don't know I don't know if uh, well we already know who we already have a pretty good idea of who sent the email and, um, you know, if they were to come forward and admit to what they were doing, I, I, I personally wouldn't, like, necessarily burn them to the ground. I might contact, I might, like, you know, mention it on the show in, like, a newsworthy thing. And I, I think Johnny would do the same thing, but I think that would be the, the extent of it. And then, as I mentioned before, this person writes, I can only imagine the terror that the person who probably did this as a prank felt and John Arcade, who was falsely blamed. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying that for months, that whoever actually did send the gummy dicks probably, um, you know, felt terrified after this, and they don't want to come forward because they're going to have to, uh, you know, face the ire of Owen and face the ire of the DZ. Although, if they did come forward and say, like, hey, I was the one who sent the gummies and I, you know, I didn't intend for this to happen, I think I would be, I would personally be, you know, pretty forgiving if they just came out. Um, and I think the rest of the DZ would, too. But um, 
overall, like I said, I, I think that, um, I think the, um, Jesse Spots stream went over really well. I think we knit, I think we nailed the overall points and I'm, I'm happy to, uh, you know, have like a debrief stream with the DZ and whatnot um, after, you know, after this, tonight's show, or uh, at a later date. But overall, I, I mean, I think everything that you guys need to know regarding the Owen incident and regarding the gummy stream, we I, I think we pretty much covered... Um, in the last two streams, um, you know, with uh, the first night where it was just Johnny and uh, Jesse talking, and uh, then last night when it was Johnny, uh, Serio, Christy, and I talking, and uh, people. One thing I do want to mention about that: people were asking like why I didn't say more. Um, honestly, I was just taking cues from Jesse. I, I told Jesse that because it was mainly his show, I would take cues, you know, I, I would kind of invite him to ask me when to speak up. Um, I don't like to, I don't like to really to go on to other people's shows and cut them off. Uh, that's just not my style, per se. Um, I think I added what I needed to, and besides, I mean, everything I've pretty much had had to say on this whole Owen Benjamin incident, I've said over the past few weeks on this channel. Um, like I like I said, the the gentleman who wrote me uh, had watched my stream from uh, May second. So, just like a week ago, that stream that I did, the, the May 2nd stream, uh, it, has, it has a lot of views. And um, it also has a lot of views on, I mean, it also has a lot of downloads on iTunes and the audio podcasting platform. So, um, you know, people are definitely... Um, catching on to the story. That's the main point. I don't really care if, uh, you know, whether it comes from me or it comes from Jesse, people are hearing about this story. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll go back on Jesse's stream on my own to talk about my show more in the Whitfield Report because I know that's what some people were wanting. Um, but... As I've said before, I really felt like it was important for uh, Johnny and the rest of the DZ to go on and tell our story as a group. So, uh, no, I'm uh, so I'm reading the chat. Um, Cereal's fucking nobody understand. No, no cereal. I'm just. I think people understand. I was just uh, mentioning how. People, uh, people were just asking why didn't why didn't speak up more and like promote my show and all and all I'm saying is 
that wasn't the... Like, last night was for the... For the DZ, it wasn't for me to self-promote. So, yeah, let's see. And, uh, to answer the email, the emailer's question, Johnny RK just said in chat, I don't even care who sent the gummy dicks. I'm so far past that shit. So, yeah, I mean, that should answer your, that should answer the person's question. So, um, Yeah. The moon says, seems more like bad luck that those joke gummy dicks were taken as poison. Well, I have a th I actually have a theory about the gummy dicks. But, um... Well, I mean, I... I mean, I have a theory that... that I don't have any way to prove it, so this is just me speculating, but... Um... Owen's streams were going, uh, they were losing viewership after we left the, the Bears and, um, whatnot. So, maybe, maybe someone from the inner, inner circle sent the gummy dicks and then fabricated this story you know, later on. That's kind of what it's... That's, I mean, that's one theory I have. The other theory I have is that it could, it could just, uh, have been, um... It could have just been some guy who sent the gummy dicks as a joke and then, you know, owned it get too far. Like Johnny said, that doesn't really matter. What matters more is the fact that it wasn't so much who sent the gummy dicks. It was more the fact that Johnny got framed for it. And that's what people need to realize. So, um... Yeah. But, um, like I said, overall, the, uh, the Jesse Spots stream was spot on um, in regards to uh, you know exposing stuff about Owen and it, moreover exposing stuff about Base Texan who by the way Base Texan uh, I didn't mention this on stream the other night but Base Texan was sending uh, like right after John Arcade got his name spelled out Base Texan like, doxed 40 of us on Twitter, like, and said that, um, you know, I was respond that I was, like, a co-conspirator, and that, you know, Sierra, and that, like, a whole bunch of us were co-conspirators, so, like, I've always said, that's why I, I care about this, um, and also, I started having, uh, bears, like, leave, uh, intentional bad reviews for my podcast page on iTunes. In fact, there was, there's one hilarious review. I might, I might actually have to see if I can find it real quick. Hang, hang on. Let me, let me see if I can find, find this real quick. Um, 
Okay, we're going to go to Google Chrome. We're going to Google the Whitfield. Report. Okay, here, let's. Let's see what we have here, shall we? Okay. Okay, perfect. So, I don't want to. I don't want to see my episodes. I I want to see the reviews. Okay. Okay. So. Johnny, you you have you actually haven't seen this. No one has seen this before in the DZ. Uh, although I th I think I might have sent a screenshot uh, in my side. But anyway, I I do want to uh, prove that base Texan. I think it was base Texan, or at least one of theirs started leaving. Uh, you know, negative reviews on my uh, podcast page on iTunes, okay? So, okay. So, granted, my podcast on iTunes doesn't have that many, uh, you know, customer re reviews. And that's mainly because, like, a lot of people don't actually know that you can leave ratings and reviews on iTunes, but uh, I found this pretty hilarious. So, you know, for having five reviews, I'm pretty ranked, you know, I do pretty well on iTunes. Like, I get a five-star average. You can see uh, Sad Boy Shinobi over here, who, by the way, is a fellow podcaster, says, love the variety of this podcast. Um, you know, great conversation, very articulate in subject matter. Never seems to be boring. Keep it up. And then, uh, this guy, Beer Brigade2285, who I, I, who I think, I think there was, uh, a Beer Brigade there in the, uh, unbearables. This guy writes, uh, this dude, hard to listen to. This dude does not have a voice for radio. Yeah, okay, like, I just have to point out that that's, that's pretty funny, actually, that they're saying that I don't have a voice for, for, uh, radio. Um, is there a, is there a sign-up sheet? Well, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to go and leave a review on iTunes, I'll, I'll post the link in the, uh, in the chat for you guys, Brian, I, I don't know, I don't know if you could, if you could leave a, re a review, because you're on Google, Pre because you're on Android, and Android uses Google, but hey, leave me, leave me a, leave the podcast, or an, a review on, uh, on, uh, you know, Google Play, too, because I'm, I'm on there, um, so,
anyway, yeah, like I said, it's uh, it's really funny because um, I mean, it's really funny that the, that the Bears are are trying to like derank the pot the podcast too. But uh, you know, my my stats say otherwise. I'm 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 over five point one down. I'm over five point one thousand, you know, downloads for the Whitfield Report podcast. So, uh, Sam is a cam girl in real life. People are, psh, nah. You, you wish, Evil Eric, but um, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean. So that was the reaction from one of theirs was just to derank, you know, to try and derank my podcast on uh, iTunes, but it it clearly didn't work because, uh, you know, I I keep my podcast is booming, so um, <laughs> yeah. Alan Pell in the chat goes, I don't have a voice for airline pilots. That's yeah, that that's funny, and in all seriousness, as someone who's been in in the business of podcasting for you know since I was a teenager, um, let me just also say that like for those who are saying I don't have a great radio voice, well, obviously you guys, obviously that's not true. Obviously, as as Evil Eric said in the chat the other night. Uh, I have the voice of an Adonis god, or, or of a Greek like Adonis god. That's what that's what Evil Eric said. Um, but even if I didn't have a good radio voice, you you guys, you boomer bears do realize that the whole concept of podcasting is that like pretty much anyone can do kind of like a, a an on demand radio show like type you know program right i mean you you get that uh there are several podcasters i i think that don't have a voice for radio i mean i i i hate to say it because as much as i like him i mean ben shapiro does not have a ben shapiro does not have a radio voice um you know his voice is very nasally um and yet he still has you know Arguably one of the highest-rated podcasts on iTunes as well. So, um, yeah. sign up. Uh, okay, I don't know what you got. What you guys are talking about something completely different in the in the chat. You 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 got you guys are degenerates. So, but um. Uh, Boca Bradley says you're a younger version of of Steve Dahl. I have no idea who that who that is. So, I I just got this haircut today too, by the way. But someone also said that I look like a younger version of uh, Chris O'Donnell. So I'll take that. But um, anyway, so yeah. In conclusion, with the whole you know Jesse Spot stream, uh. I think we had a pretty good uh, run on there last night. It it was over three hours long, and um, 
but we had a lot of I mean I think we covered a lot of bases we actually I think at points did have fun in there too um at least I did more towards the end when we were kind of like all laughing and telling jokes certainly it was certainly it was a serious moment but we also uh you know I think we had some you know moments of uh you know having fun so when you when you grieve John Arcade so so oh and look who it is in the chat future nobody which uh leads me into my next uh segment uh I haven't done this in a while but uh Occasionally, I do steal Ben Shapiro's uh, Things That I Like segment because uh, I don't really have show material, so sometimes I do like to do like the Things That I Like routine. So uh, this week in Things That I Like, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to give a shout-out to uh, Future Nobody, who... Uh, I've actually seen his work before on YouTube. Um, but he, again, came out in support of the of the DZ and in support of Johnny and uh, in support of this program. And I wanted to have him on tonight, but I guess uh, at the time I invited him, his schedule wasn't working. Although, uh, I may end this stream after I cover the news and start like another Hangout stream. Uh, I'll end the main one and do this. But I, I he's a really talented uh, guy. I I really like Future Nobody. So uh, and things I like this week, I'd like to play uh, a video of his that had me laughing my balls off almost um, earlier this week. This was. Uh, this was the death by association. Why does Crowder associate with Anthony Cumia? Now, ever since, uh, you know, full disclosure, I used to subscribe to Compound Media. I was never really a fan of, like, Anthony, per se. He kind of gave me the creeps, but back when I was a Gavin McGinnis fan, that was why I subscribed to Compound. But I always found uh, Anthony to be a weird guy, and so when future nobody made this video, I, uh, I, I, I was, I was in the kitchen, uh, on my phone, and, uh, I, it was one of those things where I, I, I was actually, like, laughing so hard I was banging my fist against the, the counter, so, it's, uh, you know, so bravo to you, sir, I, and I just want to play some of this, so, this is, uh, Death by Association, why does Crowder associate with Kumia by our good uh, friend, future nobody, friend of the channel. With Crowder Studios, protected exclusively by Walther. Uh, <laughs> hey, we have Anthony Kumia on the show. Boom. Very, really very excited. excited. I know you're a gun guy, right? Uh, Where the fuck is my gun? I tried to call the police. Save me for me. Oh my god, don't hit me again. This is not good. Fuck! And I know you have a Walther PPK. And I know you have a Walther PPK. Yes. Um, 
is Love it a, the wall. It is, beautiful. Is it a Smith and Wesson uh, license, Walther PPK? Do you know, or is it Inner Arms? No, no it's not the Smith and Wesson. Uh, Smith and Wesson. Okay. Oh, it might. I know you're a big fan of the firearm. Maybe we can get you one out there in New York. Awesome. Awesome. Stay away from me, you fucking psycho! Where the fuck is my gun? This nigga's crazy. Let me ask you this. How do you balance kind of the, the work life, personal life? Wow. You stupid bitch! You dumb... Clean it up! Clean it up! Oh, yeah. Holy shit! Hey, excellent show. Take a Take right. <laughs> People would just beat the crap out of you. You're this obnoxious constantly. <laughs> Dude, this is so funny to me. This is so fucking funny to me. I I I love. By the way, Bravo Future No, Bravo Future Nobody. Uh, I love that you clipped uh, Owen in there uh, with a lot of this uh, stuff because, I mean, granted, Owen is not as popular as uh, Anthony Cumia, but uh, I would say he's just as nuts. So, bravo for, bravo for, for, Getting in on Owen, so. This is not good. If you could go back in time and talk to your teenage self. Wanna go? Now it, no, it certainly isn't, Aunt. Back in time. Go back in time. What would you tell him? What would be the, the single most important piece of advice? I, I, I don't know if I would have any advice. I kind of like the direction my life took. The reason that bad things happen to you is because you're a dumbass. Yeah, this is the cousin I said I would fuck if I had to fuck one of my cousins. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I went into your bedroom. Oh. I the, the the fact that you, the fact that you, uh, future nobody used the Cohen brothers too that he move that used that movie Burn After Reading is hilarious as well once again bravo at your panties when you were fourteen what okay yeah not even not even our own jo Jolly Roger is that perverted so like. You know, Jolly Roger is pretty uh, out there, but he's not even that much of a degenerate. So, uh, yeah. Bro, what are you talking about, man? I rubbed them on my face as I jerked off. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> <That's crazy. laughs> I'm out, man. That nigga's tripping. I fucking, I came job. like an animal. What the fuck is this? I'm jacking up. Grabber's just splitting uh, like a psycho. Panties. Oh, Jackie. Phase three. 
bitches. Here's some choice quotes about Steven Crowder's best friend, Anthony Cumia of Compound Media. Steven Crowder's buddy. So wait, if oh, Josh Rogers in the chat says, uh, Owen wears sundresses. So I have to wonder if, uh, if Owen wears sundresses, does uh, Anthony Cumia molest Owen Benjamin then? Hmm. I won't call him a pedophile, but yes, I will call him a pedophile. His ex-girlfriend, Melissa Stetton. Got a great set of tits and a nice ass, but she's 13. Anthony Cumia. Steven Crowder's best friend. Steven Crowder's best friend. There's no such thing as the law. No such thing as the law. What, what age do you stop yourself? Even, 13. Even though there is something called the law, <laughs> just gets around it. I actually, I actually did hear this clip, and this was like the first time when I when I heard. It, I was like, "What the fuck, Aunt?" Just thirteen yeah. is where you stop yourself. Thirteen. Holy shit! Yes, that's but it's got to be the right. It's got to be the right thirteen. Thirteen. What the fuck? You never seen a hot, hot thirteen-year-old <laughs> that is completely fuckable? <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> When's he gonna confront? When's Crowder gonna confront? Huh? Hey, Crowder, he's right there. You got him. Confront. These are all things that Crowder is willing to overlook. Steven Crowder is in. To be fair, to be fair to Mersh, though, it's not just uh, Crowder. It's uh. Shit, I mean, a lot of people in the comedy community are, 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 uh, you know, unfortunately willing to overlook Anthony Cumia and a lot of people in broadcasting for whatever reason, which, uh, I don't, I don't get, so, I also don't get how Jim Norton is funny, can someone explain to me, like, and I, I'm serious, can someone explain to me, like, what the appeal of Jim Norton is? Because, uh, I don't, I don't get it. I don't. Evil man. He's evil as shit. Is the fucking Antichrist, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's evil as shit, dude. <laughs> 2012, uh, Self-Cutting Girl began tweeting during the OP Anthony broadcast. The tweets that would come from the account were edgy and occasionally funny, especially considering the fact that it was a 14-year-old girl behind the account. Since it seemed so unusual for a young girl to be tweeting such clever and uncouth things, the gimmick got over quickly with the ONA fanbase. The young woman, who told everyone her real name was Alyssa, began receiving occasional retweets from OP and Anthony. Um, Self-Cutting Girl became a high-profile presence in the online ONA community, a young, outspoken fan uh, out there hopefully cultivating new young fans to breathe new life into your ratings and advertising demographics. What's not to like? The problem is that Alyssa turned out to be a 39-year-old male fan who was masquerading... Who... Okay, let me ask this, too. Like, 
when did ONA ever start going for, like, the younger demographics, either? Like, if you want the, if, if you want a show for, like, the younger, like, millennial demographics, go either, uh, you know, well, subscribe to both, uh, Revenge of the Sis and subscribe to my show as well. Uh, I, I would say that Revenge of the Sith Sis is like O&A, but with actual content and with actual, like, humor. And then I'm, you know, I don't really know who I could compare myself to. I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm kind of millennial Nick DiPaolo slash millennial Dennis Miller, but, uh, I don't know, babe. So, um, but anyway, yeah, bravo, future nobody. I, I don't want to play the whole entire video because, uh, obviously I want people to go ahead and, uh, subscribe to your channel, bud, but, uh, your parodies make me laugh and I would love to, uh, have you on the show soon. So... The moon says Kumia is just as creepy as the claw. You know, you know who, you know who I could see Kumia doing a, a show with is uh, Creepy Uncle Joe. He could do a a, a show. Uh, he could do a show with Creepy Uncle Joe Biden. Uh, uh, okay, so, for those of you guys who complain, uh, you never, you, you, uh, you just focus on Owen 24-7, you don't cover the news. Well, guess what? I'm about, about ready to change this. I'm about ready to change that. A bunch of you have emailed me. Uh, over the past week or tweeted at me and uh, asked me what I thought of Colorado's new uh, shroom laws. My, it's funny, my, my friends, uh, my personal friends who uh, still there actually called me and like were asked me to cover this on the show. So, because I am me and because I'm feeling... Uh, generous tonight. I'm going to spend part of my show covering this, uh, you know, this event, which I am of the opinion that legalizing shrooms is a mistake and um, that it will turn out to be a, a train wreck, actually. So let me uh, pull this up. From the uh, from the Denver Post, so um, but yeah, I am of the opinion that uh, you know, I don't. Everyone's like, well, sweet psychedelic mushrooms are illegal now in Denver, man. It's it's going to be so good. 
Uh, no, because people can't, people in Colorado can't handle weed very well now, let alone, uh, let alone mushrooms. Uh, okay, let's, uh, let's look at this. Uh, questions about Denver's, okay, um, you guys, I'm, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to clear the, the chat window in my program real quick, so, uh, I won't be reading comments for a few minutes, uh, between 2016 and 2018, the Denver police Department arrested 158 people for uh, psych for psilocybin, or 0.2 percent of Denver's population. Uh, Denver police's mid-level narcotics team confiscated 2.16 pounds of psilocybin uh, products in the first three months of 2019. For comparison, it, it confiscated uh, 453 pounds of marijuana, 23 pounds of THC, and 57 pounds of meth in that same time, according to department data. So I guess uh, I guess Denver is getting a lot of meth heads then now too. It seems fucking lovely. Uh, we do not anticipate, quote, we do not anticipate 301 to have an immediate effect on operations because we handle very few cases involving Sysalbin, said Carolyn's Tyler, a spokesperson for Denver. Uh, the mayor must appoint members before the end of the So as you can probably guess, ladies and gentlemen, that's where the, uh, the feed and the uh, stream cut out and crashed. So then I had to set up a second stream, uh, which you'll hear. And uh, part of the audio got cut off there. And the when I downloaded and converted it to audio, I'm not sure uh, why you can't hear the first couple seconds. But um, at any rate, I think you guys will get the general uh, gist. I can continue talking about mushrooms, and uh, conclude the show, as you'll hear. So enjoy the rest of the program. In the Discord, for those... In case any of you tune in, uh, I'm just sharing the link.
Guys, so uh, I guess some of you are back. Uh, I guess some of you are uh, back now. So sorry about that. The last stream uh, crashed, and so real quick, I'm going to uh, I'm going to post the link to the uh, the second part in the uh, in the discords. So. So hang on. Let me also uh, turn the uh pause the stream on my end too. Okay, so uh, I don't know how many people are watching this, and uh, again, I I apologize. I I don't think I've had a stream crash on me in like a few uh, months now, so again, sorry. Um, But, uh, as I was saying, I mean, so, am I sour about shrooms? I mean, let me put it this way. I, uh, I'm skeptical. If I, if I could just put it that way. And, uh, I'm skeptical because, uh, you know, the marijuana laws in Denver were supposedly um, supposed to help with, you know, some of the abusive uh, behaviors of uh, drug users, but they, uh, they didn't. There are still people who are driving while stoned, and, uh, you know, people who people who are still using marijuana where they shouldn't in public. So, you know, legalizing marijuana didn't really change anything in terms of the riffraff behavior. Um, and now that, like, and now that shrooms are, I guess, decriminalized, uh, I mean, it. it's just... Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh says, who the, who the F and why hate the stream before it gets going? Uh, someone is, uh, probably, probably a bear watching Josh. Uh, either that or they were like one of those perfectionists who got mad that my first stream crashed. One of them. Who knows? Maybe maybe Owen wants to grow shrooms now, and he he's maybe uh, maybe the maybe the guys guys the the sh the shroom the shroominati uh, shut my stream down, guys. They shut my stream down because 
they don't they're being wizards and they don't want me telling me the truth about how like you know the shroom laws might have actually negative consequences but uh, I'm I'm a I'm right at this and I'm objectively not crazy so um Owen probably would Owen probably well oh Sometimes I think that oh, sometimes I think that Owen is on shrooms though. To be to be honest, so you know like he is he is in Washington now and he is doing all sorts of crazy stuff. So uh, and by the way, for those who are curious, I saw comments on the last stream like, "What beer am I drinking?" Um, I am drinking again, not a sponsor. But uh, I am drinking still Artois, so because it's summer, no, uh, I can't buy Guinness in bulk, and uh, I feel like getting a little fancier than just Guinness. But uh, yeah. So. What's what's the, what's the difference between uh, Owen Benjamin and me? Well, a lot, but uh, I can uh, I can drink beer, and uh, he shouldn't. Although I I'm assuming he does. Yeah. Cheers to 400 subscribers, by the way. So. Oh yeah, I I do have I do have I do have fancy pants. So. I am actually, I am actually wearing uh, Levi's. So, those are uh, those are fancy pants. So, uh, but uh, anyway, yeah. So, like I said, I mean, I'm just ultimately. I don't know how much you guys caught before um, before the stream cut off. But my point was in bringing up the mushrooms. That like, I guess I'm not really shitting on the decriminalizing as of mushrooms as much as I am just like being super skeptical about it. Like everyone is saying, "Oh my God, this will be the greatest thing ever," and all and all I'm trying to say is that like, look, that might not be the case. So uh, we'll see. We will certainly see. Um, I do have one final story I want to cover. Uh, so, in, uh, entertainment news this week, or I guess in independent entertainment news, uh, comedian Nick DiPaolo released, uh, his special for free on YouTube, and, uh, I mean... Despite the fact that he's had Owen Benjamin on once before, and honestly, I think that was, you know, because he was kind of pressured into I I am genuinely a fan of uh, Nick DiPaolo. And uh, the left has been going after his new uh, comedy special because supposedly uh, Nick went after a, uh, or I guess did a... a, a Included like a deceased Black Lives Matter member in his uh, 
live stream chat, but the left is coming after him anyway. So, uh, you know, let's, uh, yeah. let's just play a real, uh, quick, uh, glimpse of this clip and then we'll, we'll get, we'll, uh, won the show and we'll get out of here. So, um, and, and by the way, at some point I probably will like, what I'll probably do is I'll probably end up like clipping these two streams together and re up and like re-uploading them, which I know is going to be a huge, uh, pain in the ass, but, um, yeah. Well, yeah, Alan Powell, in his, in his defense though, and this is what I will say about Nick, because Alan Powell in the chat says how weird it is that Nick and Owen have the same mods. Weird. Uh, technically, Bunny isn't a mod anymore. Second off, I guarantee you that Nick hasn't been paying attention in it to any of the gummy stuff with Owen because Nick is a professional comedian who's been doing this for 30 uh, years. And, uh, you know, like, like I've said before, Owen is, Owen is, is like a liberal who decided to start LARPing as a comedian. But uh, anyway, the left is coming after Nick now too, so. So, uh, yeah. No, I, no, I, I agree, Nick, and I, I mean, I agree, Alan, I, well, you're, Alan, you, you are most, you are almost as funny as Nick DiPaolo, so, Alan says, I'm not knocking Nick at all, just think it's a bit off. Yeah, me too. There's certainly no arguing that, but yeah, the, the, so the social justice warrior, see, this is the other funny thing, though, um, Owen always complains whenever people aren't helping him you know, are going to bat for him. Nick, uh, Nick doesn't, like, do this shit of, why won't people defend me? Why won't, you know, other comedians come out, come out and defend me? He just shrugs it off like a grown adult. So, uh, anyway, here's, uh, an excerpt from Nick's, uh, Thursday show talking about how, like, Black Lives Matter is now coming after him for, uh, somebody talking about Black Lives Matter and being edgy on his comedy special. Uh, I won't play the full clip of this, but I'll play a good portion of this. So, The guy in the, the black t-shirt, uh, the black guy, turns out he was a Black Lives Matter guy who it's I guess Italian he was shot. Uncle. I didn't know he was deceased at Mistronics. The guy in the Black Lives Matter shirt is an activist, Mohidin Moy, who was shot and killed last year. But yeah, the artwork on my album... Uh, this is the original artwork. Um, I pulled stock photos. I went online, got stock photos of these people and to use them. And uh, the guy in the, the black T-shirt, uh, the black guy, turns out he was a Black Lives Matter guy who I guess he was shot. I didn't know he was deceased. So um, I, get an, I get an email from some woman, a tweet from some woman. Do we have that tweet? She, uh, yeah, uh, at Mistronics. The guy in the black glasses shirt is an activist, Mohidin Moy, who was shot and killed last year. But yeah, she'll use him as a prop in a shitty Photoshop job. How dare you? Took forever to do that. Uh, and I didn't do it, by the way. 
to demonstrate how edgy and brave you are. Um, well, that's not that wasn't the intended thing. I knew nothing about the guy. Your beef and that that guy's family's beef should be with the 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 uh, photo company that has stock footage. I had no idea, and um, but she jumped all over me because. Okay, and Nick, and Nick brings up a good point here, and this was ultimately what I wanted to uh, play here. Um, by the way, the the reason I made the joke about uh, Nick being my Itali Italian uncle is I am, yes, I am half guinea wop on my uh, mother's side. Speaking of, fellas, today is tomorrow. Well, I guess technically... By the time this streams, and it technically will be today. So today is Mother's Day. Uh, got to do something nice for your uh, mother. But Emma, yeah, Nick Nick brings up a good point. Um, this Black Lives Matter activist, his uh, his photos, although he's deceased, his photos were in the public domain now. So you know. Although the social justice warriors may consider insensitive and, you know, shit like that, uh, you know, tough titties, they're, uh, they're, um, you know, it's in the public domain, domain, so what are you gonna do? The moon comments, WAP wave! So, eh, I'm, I'm, I'm half, I'm half WAP with, I'm, I'm half WAP, uh, Moon. Now, if, if you get, um, if you were to get John Neri and I on the same stream, then we could do WAP Wave. So, <laughs> just, just, in, in fact... Nirai, if 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 you're if you're watching this either live or in archive, we we seriously should collaborate on, on that. Just just uh, you know, we should collaborate and just like do a WAP wave where we talk like all things WAP and just make it like as like exaggerated WAPiness as we can. That would be hilarious. So but, uh, anyway, folks, well, we, uh, you know, I know this stream is only, like, you know, 15 minutes long, 16 minutes long, but, uh, that'll do it for tonight's show. Um, I will be having another show on Thursday later this week regarding the, uh, the, the, uh, shrooms debate. I'll be actually, like, having some people call in and whatnot to uh, talk all this. But uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I would like to thank all of you for tuning in. Uh, once again, thank you to all of you who have, who have subscribed. Uh, once again, 400 subscribers is a big, uh, you know, is a big breakthrough for this channel. I, I really want to thank everyone who pushed me to, uh, you know, go on YouTube. I really want to thank the moon. The Moon, uh, my boy Canna, uh, for really being the one uh, to push me to, uh, you know, break break out of the audio podcasting sphere strictly and uh, start broadcasting on YouTube. I uh, I really, 
you know, like I said, I, I didn't imagine my live stream, you know, podcast would take off, but, uh, it really has, uh, thanks to, uh, RTC and the crew there, uh, Fat Kegboy, who is, uh, constantly promoting me and, and their discords and whatnot, I really appreciate that if you're what, if you're, uh, still watching, uh, big shout out to Critter Me Timbers, uh, as well, who's basically my, my social media manager for this show, I mean, not, a, not officially, but unofficially she is, so, um, you know, I appreciate that, and, uh, yeah, just to all of you, to all 400 and, uh, seven of you at this time who, who have subscribed, Thanks for subscribing to the channel. I really appreciate it. God bless you all, and uh, I will see you in uh, the next show, or uh, probably the the next DZ live stream that we do on this channel, whichever comes first. Alrighty, folks. So uh, thanks for tuning in. God bless, and from all of us here at NGC Media, uh, God freedom legacy in that order. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, and God bless.